DJ Mark the 4510, and this is Fab Five Freddy. Yo, Freddy, man, how you living? You know I ain't living like no pigeon, home. I'm lounging with my feet up while cool DJ Red Alert kicks the beat up on 98.7 Kids.
for some Chicago, not uh, the art ensemble, and not the chess label, but the band Chicago. You're in for a treat. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea or tomato juice, you'll see. No potato juice. Cause the planners down in Santa's all say no, no, no. The politician's daughter was accused of drinking water and was fined the great big $50 bill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. 
smells just like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see No potato juice The planters down in Santa's All say no, no, no So you add to the local color Serving coffee with a crawler Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill They've got an awful lot of coffee An awful lot of coffee Man, they got a gang of coffee Speak about this. 
man, Cool DJ Red Alert. On 98.7 Kiss. Because it takes two. Yeah, it takes two to make things go right. I want to rock right now. I'm raw bass and I came to get down. I'm not internationally known, but I'm known to rock the microphone.
spent much of last year in the Vatican studying so that I could write a new novel because I'm very obsessive about historical details. And while I was there, they made me a doctor. While I had always been much more of a paganist than a Christian, it did get one to thinking. And out of this one night came this, uh, if you're lenient, you may call it a poem. If you're insane like myself, you may call it wisdom. And if you're bored, you may call it a piece of shit. But it's called A Cigarette with God. And this is a true story, whether you believe it or not. The big terrace gates of glass and heavy wrought iron are open, and the delicate white curtains caress their outward parting in rhyme with the sweet chill breeze that comes and goes. From where I lie, on my side, in bed, in the big vaulted room, looking out, the shadows of the great domes and spires amid the soft, slow, stirring shadows of the midnight clouds are like a suite of silent cellos whose movements are shadow and darkness themselves. And all of the luxuriant melancholy that dwells therein. My rectum does not hurt as I had always believed it would. Instead, I feel there only a comfortable warmth, so strange, so new, and yes, so pure. A star appears, a midnight, the shadows in the black of night. Each star a soul, as Plato said, each star a soul. I light a cigarette, not believing what has happened, but knowing that it has. I breathe smoke toward the night, the infinity, the eternity that lies beyond the open window gates, transfixed by a lone distant star wondering whose soul it is. Could I have one of those? He seems mildly amused that I smoke alternately, somewhat randomly, from two different packs, Rothman Blue and Camel Regular. Filter or non-filter, I ask. Non-filter, he says. I turn to give him the cigarette. He places it between his lips, awaits the flame from my cheek, blessed Can I ask you a question, I say? His eyes close to the darkness, and his chest seems to move with a sort of tired and forlorn laughter. It never fails, he says. 7,000 fucking years, I've been trying to have one single cigarette in peace, and it never fails. Something, somebody, 
7,000 fucking years. And it never fails. 7,000 fucking years, I say? They didn't have fucking cigarettes 7,000 fucking years ago. Yeah, right, he said. They didn't have fucking cigarettes 7,000 fucking years ago. I mean, look, I laid it all down here to bloom forth from the bosom of the earth, from garlic to saffron, from opium poppies to tobacco. I laid it all down. I gotta tell you, buddy, you got some pretty slow movers in your crew. He took one deep drag, and in that drag, there seemed to lie more fulfillment than the sum of all dreams. He flicked the long ash of this long drag into the ashtray on the night table at his side of the bed. So what's the question? Okay, there was Adam and then there was Eve, right? He sighed. You're all right, metaphysically speaking, there was Adam, then there was Eve. Hey, look, let's forget about this metaphysically speaking shit. Just talk straight. Oh, don't get me started on this genetic code bullshit. Like I say, 10,000 years to figure out a tobacco plant, and 10 minutes later, these same fucking momos think they got figured out the origin of life and the fucking universe in one fell swoop. So yeah, okay, there was Adam, then there was Eve. Then you got mad. They wanted to taste wisdom, and you got mad. Taste wisdom? Give me a break. Whoever got wisdom from eating a fucking apple? So why'd you get mad? He shot me a look, a look that seemed to say, watch it, pal. My love and my wrath are forever wed. Then he gently smoke, spoke. Why did I get mad? That's my fucking business. But why was your anger eternal? Why have you doomed to death all who since have lived? Well, he said still softly, I am going to grant you a great blessing by not answering that. For your soul, no one's soul, could withstand the blow of the truth of that answer. Then, almost consolingly, he spoke again. Besides, look at it this way. Where would you all fit if you lived without end? You would not have room to breathe. I mean, this crew of yours can't really believe it's getting out of this fucking joint. Can't really believe it's going to... What's that phrase that's oh so dear to your little hearts? Colonize the universe? My rectum now begins to itch, begins to burn. Let me try one of those rustings. I hand him one, light it for him. Almighty, I muttered to myself, creator of heaven and earth, can't even come up with his own fucking smokes, grubs. I never carry, he says plainly. Just one more question. He takes the cigarette from his mouth, looks at it, and laughs as before, but with an undertow of low 
daunting sound. Shoot, he says. And there is in his voice at once a love that is supreme, an indulgence that is supreme, and an air of some vast and unknowable thing that is most supreme of all. You are the god of vengeance. He responds with a slow, reflective nod that seems less a response to my words than a deepening entry into that unknowable thing that is most supreme of all, that unknowable thing that emanates from him, that is him, even as he enters into it. So, then, I say, why would the almighty God of vengeance send down as the incarnation of his only begotten son, a Lord of forgiveness and love? I mean, I give unto you a new commandment, love one another. At this, the laughter in his gut and the sigh from his lips are of long resigned forbearance. And he waves his hand, his hand slowly, tiredly before him in like manner, which might be or might be mistaken for a gesture of gentle disgust. Once again he sighs and he slowly shakes his head as his hand completes its weary arc. Then with a murmur of laughter in a voice as strong as the sea and as tender as the dew of the first dawn that ever was, Kids, he says, fucking kids.
show them come out to 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 show them One body that could show man how much his energy could do for him. And in the process of yeah, that... Yeah, best trained, best educated, best equipped... Burst out 
and then you can see the face, and then you can see others depending on this face, and you can see the eagle or the bird that's over it, and then you can see the different teams that I was using in a thin line device. This is a civilization that man considered the first of uh, some of the first civilizations. This is near a time here where you see great walls and great buildings being built. Then this is another era of time where you see our Roman, our Babylon, our great granite uh, concrete walls or walls to last lifetime. Then you can see the boat here where man took to sail to find other lands. And then you can see that man wanted to be as knowledgeable as the sun and the cloud itself moving over the land. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you are in fact best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. They knock up on the door until the skin came off their hands. Woo! Up there until the skin came off their head. They cried. I could just hear they cry now. I could hear them say, Oh, Noah, would you just open the door? But Noah couldn't open the door. It had been sealed by the hand of God. Oh, it God, God had been sealed. Couldn't open the door. They said, Oh, Noah, they cried. You just open the door. Couldn't open the door. But show not. Hallelujah. Oh, it God, God had been sealed. Couldn't open the door. They said, Oh, Noah, they cried. You just open the door. Couldn't open the door. But show not. Hallelujah. Oh, it God, God had been sealed. Couldn't open the door. They said, Oh, Noah, they cried. You just open the door. Couldn't open the door. Show not, hallelujah, oh, it is God, God, and it's still, couldn't open the door, there are no, they cry, just open the door, couldn't open the door, but show not, hallelujah, oh, it is God, God, and it's still, couldn't open the door, there are no, they cry, just open the door.
listening to WOEAM Eyewitness News, serving New York, New Jersey, and the greater metropolitan area with news when you want it. At the top of the hour, Secretary of State Alexander Haig said that increased military support being sent to El Salvador would not be used in a combat capability. In a related story, General Haig also said that he'd be sending 10 1UHU Huey gunship helicopters to help the Queen quell the violence in strife-torn Northern Ireland. We'll be back with a report on the leak at Indian Point, as well as the local news, international sports, and weather. But first this word, but first this word, first this word, first this word, first this word, from our sponsor.
That Black Plastic is the show you get going on Uni Radio. We need you folks to uh, help us out money-wise. The GoFundMe is in the website. And so we need money because no one's coming in here to pay money. And if people aren't having shows, they're going to stop paying money, which is how we survive. So in honor of that, Here's uh, Jimmy Osterberg. Means I want money. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I want. Money don't buy everything, it's true.
Some people call me the space cowboy of love Some people call me Maurice I speak of the pompatists of
sang. Did a tropical hot dog night about two months ago, and it's a favorite of mine. It's for the ex-hostages and the ex-vandals. And for my man, Fabulous Fifth, it's called 52 Cans.
Black Plastic is a show.